Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to Friend Crush. I'm your host, Amber Akilla. This is my podcast where I talk about stuff and things, cute, chaotic, and critical thinking. I hope everyone's doing well. You can follow me on TikTok, Instagram, Spotify, SoundCloud, Twitter, Tumblr, at Amber Akilla. I have varying degrees of activity on all these platforms. And the main page for the podcast is at friend.crush. Website is coming soon, don't know when, um, but you know, hopefully merch available before the end of the year. I am recording this like literally the day before I schedule it. So this is like a fresh episode. I went to yoga this morning. I just came back from a meeting. I had coffee on an empty stomach, feeling a little bit cracked out, um, waiting for my lunch to arrive. But yeah, I'm feeling good. I feel like very grateful for like recent experiences and connections that I've been able to have and I feel like the effort that I've put into making sure that I like maintain my sense of self that I have self-care practices that I am just like staying as true to myself as I can in spite of whatever bullshit comes my way challenges conflicts etc etc I feel like it's paying off. So this has been like an ongoing process for like the last two, three years for anyone that's sort of like been listening to the podcast since the beginning. And I think it's been interesting, I guess, like the way that I would talk about these sorts of things, maybe a year or two ago. And I was still in Perth at the time, hadn't been able to come back to Shanghai, constantly longing to come back, finally am back. And after the last like year and almost year and a half, I feel like I'm starting to find some sort of like flow in terms of being able to live here. So this is just like brief review from me and also like a reminder that it just takes time. You know, you have to plant seeds and give yourself Give them time to grow, to bloom so that you can like reap what you've sowed. And I think because I've really tried to be intentional and authentic in the way that I conduct myself with a level of awareness that I didn't necessarily have before, um, I'm definitely like able to sort of experience the fruits of my labor, I guess. I don't know. I just think I've had a lot of like very serendipitous moments recently that I wouldn't have been able to predict for, you know, like even on a small thing is like I moved house um, earlier this year, literally only like a kilometer away from where I lived before. But this area feels like so different to the other area. I think that's like the beauty of Shanghai. It's like it's so diverse and there's so many 
like little pockets of the city. And I just happened to move like really close to two music studios and like people that run those studios are really supportive of me and like always looking for opportunities to do stuff together. And I didn't know when I was moving house that that would happen or that these studios were close by. Um, and it doesn't mean that I have to like stay here cause I'm actually thinking about moving again, but it's just crazy how like convenient it is. It moved me closer to new opportunities. And I just kind of like went with my gut instinct when it came to picking a new place and just sort of like letting the rest unfold. So I think that if you are like in the process of trying to like redefine your sense of self or like your self talk, um, and trying to like manifest a different sort of future for yourself and you feel like you're not making progress, you have to trust the process because I had so many stages along the way where I was like, what am I even doing? Is this making sense? Or I just felt like I was stagnant, but I just kept going, you know, keep doing what feels right for you. Keep being intentional, keep being authentic and things will just naturally fall into place. That's been my experience. And I said in previous episodes, you know, I always felt like I was going one step forward, two steps back. And it's because I would give up or I would get distracted. I would go off like onto different tangents. And it's not that that doesn't happen still or that I don't still have the desire to do that every now and then. And I give myself space to do that. But I think if at least like nine times out of 10, eight times out of 10, I'm being intentional, then I will like generally have an experience that's shaped in a way that's beyond what I could have expected and also like beneficial, mutually beneficial for me and the people that I'm around, which somehow brings me into this week's topic, which is having non-negotiable hobbies and how this can anchor you. I've mentioned this in previous episodes, but I guess I haven't really dedicated a whole episode to it because there are those TikTok videos where there's like those guys on their podcast being like girls need to get hobbies like if she doesn't have a hobby that's a red flag and I don't want to like shame women the way that those boys were but separate to that I do think that having a non-negotiable hobby is a really sort of like radical part of being able to anchor yourself so I mentioned in a recent TikTok video like for me the non-negotiable hobby I've had over the last few years has been pole dance, even though I haven't really been able to be as active in it over the last few months because the studio I was going to closed, (laughs) sad, and I'm like looking for a new studio. But it's actually crazy. Like, first of all, I never expected when I was younger that I would grow up to be the type of person that like needs to do physical activity. Like I used to hate exercise, hate group exercise. I would only do like yoga and like sometimes Pilates but was never really that consistent with it and then when I started doing pole dance during the pandemic it just like really it changed my body changed my relationship with my body and played such a huge role in me being able to develop like just a different kind of confidence that didn't feel like superficial it's like it actually comes from like the core of my being in ways that I like can't describe and whatever hobby you have it doesn't have to be like physical related I think it's better if it is but it you don't have to have any like real goal for participating in this hobby either it's just like something that you're interested in 
it can be something to do with your hands, something to do with your body. Um, but ideally something that brings you in contact with other people. So like a group activity, I think, because like something that I mentioned in the TikTok video is how having this hobby has allowed me to anchor myself and set boundaries in ways that were very difficult for me before. So before, like if I was just doing like gym workouts or like Nike training workouts or whatever, and someone was like, oh, do you want to like get dinner? Do you want to like go on a last minute date, blah, blah, blah. It would be so easy for me to just not do what I intended to do because I didn't enjoy working out that way. But because I really enjoy pole dance, I enjoy being you know, in like a community or group setting, um, it's much easier for me to set a boundary and be like, no, I've already committed to this class so I can meet you after, we can meet another time. It's sort of like helped a lot in undoing like people pleasing tendencies because some people have no problem like setting boundaries. But for me, it was always really difficult to prioritize what I wanted to do over what other people wanted from me. And it's very easy to think that like, you have to give up what you originally wanted to do so that you can please other people when you're stuck in that people pleasing mindset. But in reality, like if you have this hobby that anchors you and that you can sort of orient your life around, if you find it difficult to schedule your time and you're just like, oh, sorry, I'm not going to be able to make it that time. Can we do this time instead? It's like such a like small thing for other people to be like, oh yeah, of course. Like you think it's going to be like, oh, I don't want to meet up with you anymore because you're not available the time that I want to meet up with you. But in reality, it's like, okay, if they actually care about you and your well-being, they're going to be more than happy to find a time that's suitable for both of you. And if you have to like set a boundary with someone around your non-negotiable hobby and they sort of question it like, oh, why do you want to go do that? Oh, like, why don't you just blow it off and come do this with me? It's like, okay, mental note that this person is sort of like wanting or expecting you to put yourself second in order to meet whatever desire they have. And, you know, you can sort of decide based on that, like to what degree of association you want to have with them. So I think it's like really been a game changer for me to have this sort of like anchoring hobby. And now it's sort of like a combination of like pole dance and maybe yoga or like a dance class, like just having an activity where I can go, not look at my phone for like an hour and connect with my body, be in a group setting with a bunch of people I maybe don't know, maybe some people I do know, and just have that time for myself. That's so important to have, to connect with yourself, have time with yourself, be a little bit free from distraction And then I can show up better in my other relationships and in my work because I have that time to myself. Okay. It's not like you work to the point where you can create time for yourself. It's like you create time for yourself so that you can be better at your work. You can't like work at your best and then like reverse engineer this. I feel it's much harder to do that because at what point do you stop working? At what point do you stop socializing until you set that boundary? It's much easier to work from within and to 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 start with yourself and then move outwards it seems counterintuitive because the world demands so much of us you can feel that the world demands so much of us but definitely just taking small steps towards that so at first maybe it's just once a week that you have a non-negotiable time non-negotiable hobby that you engage in and then you can sort of like slowly build it up if you can um yeah I just feel like Me five years ago would never have been able to conceptualize this, 
but I think that it's such a huge part. I appreciate how important this is for my own like mental health, for self-care, how it benefits my other relationships, how it can put me in contact with like new people, new experiences, even in indirect ways. So look for that non-negotiable hobby and be open to it changing other stages in your life. You know, I really want to learn wushu, which is like a type of Chinese, um, uh, what's it called? Martial arts. And maybe like in the next few years, that's going to be my non-negotiable hobby. Um, but at the moment it's still kind of like pole and yoga and like the way that pole has improved my yoga practice. Like I didn't have upper body strength before, but now, I can actually like do a chaturanga. That's like crazy because I was practicing yoga on and off since I was a teenager and the chaturanga was like such a struggle for me. But after like two yoga classes, chaturanga slay, you know. <laughs> also, um, I want to apologize for like background noise, but I'm, I think it kind of like creates an extra vibe. Let me know what you think. If there's construction, I'll close the window. But yeah, having a non-negotiable hobby and also not feeling like you have to like monetize your hobbies because it's so easy to think like, oh, like I enjoy doing this. I'm good at it. So I need to make money off it. I think just like having something that you invest in for yourself, that's already re like you can already get so much benefit out of that in indirect, unquantifiable ways. And if you have the opportunity to monetize it, like by all means, but don't feel like you have to monetize every aspect of your life. You know, like I really enjoy pole dance. I would love to be able to like get to a place where I could do some kind of performance element, but I don't do it solely for that reason. I do it because I feel good. I think it's a really great way to express and explore like your sexuality, sexual energy without actually having to have sex, without having to be in the presence of men. I think dancing in general is a really radical way to connect with your body because dancing is also used in turn for like people that are recovering from trauma like the way that your trauma can be stored in the body the way that dance helps to release that allows you to connect with your body in new ways I think especially for women it's like a really great way to release sexual tension or explore sexual energy without having to speak to boys isn't that great and I think the male equivalent is like fighting like guys that do fighting sports that's a really great way for them to connect with their bodies and to release testosterone um so like physical activity is so important and like not just for physical health but also for mental health so my approach to exercise now is always like it is so much better for me mentally to have this sort of physical release rather than thinking about like the superficial like benefits that might come from working out I always think about like the mental thing first and then because you feel good you look good when you only prioritize like looking good and not feeling good I don't know it's just like you can do a lot of things that might make you look good but don't make you feel good and then you're still not happy but if you focus on how can I feel good Looking good is always going to come secondary to that, in my opinion. You know, as long as you feel good, you're being healthy, being intentional, you know, it's a journey. I definitely working on my sleep. Oh my God. When will I sleep? <laughs> when will I become a morning person? That's my goal. But at the moment, I'm still doing like club gigs and traveling and shit. So I don't know. I just have to accept this um, incompatibility at the moment and work around it. But non-negotiable hobby highly recommend 
if you're not sure what you can explore, I'm sure there's like something in the back of your mind that interests you that you just haven't had the time to pursue. And you can just allocate a little bit of your budget towards that away from something that maybe is sucking away your time and not making you feel good and towards doing something that's like an investment in yourself and in your well-being. You know, maybe it's dance, maybe it's yoga, maybe it's, I mean, Pilates is kind of expensive. You don't have to start there. And it's, I think like something that's like fun and energetic, like a dance class. Like you don't have to be good at dancing to do dance classes. I think that's the great thing about them. People are not there to judge you on your dancing skill. They're there to just like have fun and learn new things. I think that's what's so radical about that kind of environment. And yeah, like dancing is great for mental health, physical health. Also, yeah, mind-body connection is so important. So have a think if you haven't found a non-negotiable hobby try and do it like once a week. You don't have to put money down. You just have to allocate time, you know, but sometimes I feel like if I've put money down, the stakes are a bit high and I'm more likely to commit in ways that when I haven't put money down, I won't, but work with what you have, be creative and be open to like new experiences, new connections. And yeah, that's all I have to say today. (laughs) Thank you for listening. This is a short one. I don't know what the next topic is going to be. Let me have a think. But yeah, wishing you the best. Drink lots of water. Tell your friends and family you love them. Follow me on all the things at Amber Akilla, the podcast meme page on Instagram at friend.crush. Love you. Stay hot and having fun. I'll speak to you soon. Bye.